Hey, it's Shanna, and this is the At Home Tarot Podcast, where we're building a home within ourselves, one daily spiritual practice at a time. Good morning. Hello. How are you today? What are you experiencing? Just checking in. (laughs) So welcome. Welcome into our daily spiritual practice. If you're here with me, thank you. We are just a collection of, of folks who are trying to commit to a very small, you know, daily energetic, spiritual practice, tuning into, you know, what's on the table today and really making a commitment to just get that 15, 20 minutes in where we are thinking broader. You know, we are tuning into something beyond us uh, on an energetic or source-based level, spiritual level. And just seeing what that can bring us in terms of coming back to ourselves, coming home to ourselves, and and at the same time, hopefully improving our relationships and um, how we engage with others. This is about you being able to hold on to you, be a stable home within you while you connect out and really have this thriving give and take Um energy when it comes to relationships and connection. So welcome in. I am drinking hibiscus tea this morning. Um, I know I'm always drinking some new beverage lately, but I've noticed again, caffeine just mm, not always great for my heart. Um, Not surprisingly, my my blood pressure has rised a little bit through through the last two years with everything going on. It's that's not surprising to me. It makes total sense that my body's doing this. And so hibiscus tea is just one of the ways I am um trying to nourish my circulatory system and my heart and really bring calm and bring flow to it. Um, you know, because caffeine can really have a energizing, but not necessarily healthy effect. And I mean, there are days when I want to drink two, three cups of coffee. So <laughs> trying to start my day today with hibiscus tea. Um, yeah, that's, that's what I'm experiencing today is that reminder to take care of my insides um, and not just worry about, you know, what I'm looking like on the outside. Mm because it's so, so important. All right. (laughs) Well, let's get into our cards today. So as always, uh, an energy of where we might be self-denying, especially those of us who, who love to not love to, but engage in, um, trying to be needed, trying to be valuable to people, trying to be, um, a safe place for them. Uh, which none of these things, that's definitely not a bad thing. (laughs) Um, But, you know, just always trying to be what they need or always trying to heal others or advise others, all of that stuff. If you get lost in that people pleasing, if you get lost in that, you're, you're in the right place because that is specifically who I um, intend to speak to when I do these podcasts. When I set that intention, it is 
you know, let me call in the people who need this message the most. And, um, yeah, so let's get into it. Our self abandonment card today is the page of swords and our self returning card today is the reversed eight of swords. Um, beautiful card in the light seers deck, the reverse state of swords. When, when it is right side up, all you can see, all your eye goes to is a mirror with a woman who's blindfolded and loosely tied up by crows and she can't see, and she's kind of locked in, although she could probably get out. But when I flip this card in the light seers deck, all of a sudden, all I can see is the person that's not in the mirror. And she's in the real world and she's actually looking away, up and away from the mirror. The mirror actually begins to look like it's on the ground and she is kind of looking beyond it. Uh, I never noticed this about this card before. So, and again, this is the Lightseer's deck, but very, very cool effect um, here by Chris Ann, who, who um, drew this deck. So what does all this mean? Well, the first thing I want to point out between our self abandonment and, and self denial and pulling away from ourselves and the self returning and coming back and attuning back and orientating back to you is that both of these are sword cards, which tells me that today's message is so rooted in our thoughts and our communication, um, and, and our belief system. But I'm really hearing with the Page of Swords and the Eight of Swords today, something about communications. I say that because these swords are run by the air signs. You know, we have Libra, Gemini, Aquarius. These are the people who um, are more rooted in their thoughts, um, in the logic, in their mind, in learning. Um, And with that, with communication, um, these people can be the talkers. I mean, there's talkers across signs, um, but it's a different energy because it's so intellectual. Um, sometimes even straying into things like world events, politics, social issues, things on that front. Um, because of course, um, there's like a collective energy. Um, Libra is kind of the person who, who brings harmony and agreements in relationships. Gemini is the one that kind of brings, um, uh, a sense of like friendly community. Uh, Gemini is really that person who kind of knows everybody and says hi to everybody and everybody kind of knows you in the community. Um, and so it's that sort of like fun, not small talk, but sort of that like casual friendshipy communication. And, um, Aquarius is all about, um, how things can be done better for the collective, what, what is right. um, and what is right for them in terms of moving things forward, the the way they want to see it moved forward. And so there's just all this talk energy (laughs) in the air signs. And so I think the first thing I thought the moment I pulled these cards last night and meditated was communication, swords, how our thoughts get put into words. Yeah. So, um, that's the first thing I noticed now with our, let's start with our, you know, self, self abandonment, self denial, pulling away, um, is, is the page of swords. And I think what's interesting about the page of swords is it's very youthful. 
and I'm pretty sure it was yesterday. Um, so these all start to run together. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was yesterday that we were talking about the world and the sun and that sense of um, maturity that we have. Pages are our immaturity. They're learners. They're youthful energy. Um, if you know the maiden mother crone energy, this is the maiden. And the maiden is passionate and engaged and excited. But in that, what they do is they can really skew their learning. And um, if you've ever spent time with high school people or college people who are young, and they're learning things for the first time, you know that there's certain qualities that come out that can really displace you. Um, I'm going to use the word annoy you. Um, as, as a teacher myself, I don't mind saying that it's very true. Um, the passion comes with sometimes this overdoing. Um, I think of like people who take psychology for the first time and then they want to diagnose all their friends and tell you what diagnosis you have. You know, it's, it's good that they're so passionate. It's a little annoying to be on the other end of that. And as a young girl, I remember my sister coming home and there was a lot of like critiquing my behavior, you know, and here I am at, at 14, 15 being critiqued by my, you know, 19, 20 year old sister with all the things she's learning in college, um, to the point where my dad had to step in and say, Hey, like you have to stop critiquing people in the family, um, because we are upset, you know, and, uh, this is page of swords energy when it is in its detriment. And the reason we lose ourselves with this is because at its essence and its core, when we get to the heart of that, it is still you being obsessed with other people instead of centering yourself and being really rooted in the things you're learning in a way where you feel like you don't have to um, project that out to others. You don't have to over critique or bring that stuff forward as it pertains to other people who actually aren't interested in learning this. Um, and so, um, and, and trust me, I do this. It's one of my character traits that goes too far. And people have said, Hey, sometimes like, I don't want you to talk about what you're learning through the lens of me and my life and my personality. And that's fair. That is absolutely fair. Um, and there's people I know who, who love it and will engage in it with me. And there are people who, who don't really love it and don't want to engage in it with me. The other thing with this page of swords, when I'm thinking about this through, um, relationships or dating or your love life, this is someone who's learning filling their thoughts and getting into conversations that, um, end up piercing the other people with a little bit of hurt and a little bit of judgment and a little bit of critique. Um, it, in the Rider Waite Smith deck, it, it's somebody who has their sword up and ready. And this denotes that the things we're learning or the thoughts we have about people 
we're always getting ready to strike with them. Instead of asking ourselves, um, is this any of my business? And that can be really hard with the people we love or the people we're in relationship with, or even the people we're dating. Now, for some of you, this is going to be um, you always learning and not saying anything to the people you're dating or seeing. You're silent. Um, You're always holding back. But I think there's a bigger energy here with the Eight of Swords um, coming in, which I'll talk about in a second, that for a lot of us, it's that we're saying things that are really cutting to people And then we don't understand why communication breaks down. And so this energy can show up when somebody is talking or sharing an experience or an opinion with us. And instead of really listening to try to understand them, we're already forming our own opinion in our head. We're already forming a critique of what they're saying instead of an acceptance that this person is telling me something about themselves, we're already forming a judgment about what this means about this person. And then when they finish talking, we come in and we say the thought, or we try to say the thought in a passive way. You know, it's like, well, what about this? You know, and it's like, people know, people feel that energy of, while you're bringing that up because you judged my opinion as wrong and now you're trying to change my mind or you critiqued my opinion and now you're trying to, you know, show me the light. And honestly, sometimes the best thing to do is to release yourself from having to, to have any kind of personal opinion to speak back with. And I think this is eight of swords coming in reversed because in its right, it's about really being locked up and tied into an energy. But when it's reversed, it's about freeing yourself, freeing yourself from these thoughts, walking away from all this, freeing yourself from communication, freeing yourself from being stuck in your own head and thinking about only yourself and so there's this, this energy of, wow, actually, it can be so freeing to not be always focused. And this is very much not in your alone time, but like when you're having a conversation, like I said, I really think this is rooted in communication. When we're having conversations, can we free ourselves from the thoughts we're having inside the thoughts, the judgments, the critiques, the beliefs that we're forming, the meaning that we're forming when somebody else is saying something. Can we be free of those in a communication setting? Can we work on it? Because this is always progress. Nobody's perfect. Sometimes we're going to say our judgment, but this is about really asking yourself, When somebody is speaking and you don't necessarily agree with them, but it's someone you love or, or something like that, that can you see it as an opportunity to learn about the person and allow them space to flow and process verbally with you without making it mean that X, Y, or Z will happen in the future? 
Because usually the reason we judge and critique and debate with our people when they're sharing something or want to kind of passively change their mind with the way we're communicating is because all of a sudden we've attached a meaning to it that something bad will happen in the future because they don't think like I think, or they're not doing what I think they're doing. And so it's fear of the future. It's fear of, of, you know, getting trapped in a situation with somebody who thinks differently than you and what that could bring. And we don't have to be afraid of that, you know, as this is kind of what the colonialism in the world has done is we are afraid of our differences. We're afraid if we don't think the same, or if we don't have the same thoughts that bad things will happen in the future. And it's actually just not the case. I mean, me and my partner now are so different. And it is hard to sometimes bite my tongue when it comes to his life and the what he's processing and how he's processing it. And when it comes to his experiences and his emotions and his beliefs, all of those things. One thing I know, though, is when I ask myself, is this my business to to offer up a judgment and things? Like sometimes it is. Sometimes what is being said is actually going to affect me that day, like because it's about something we're going to do or things like that. But if it is just us, you know, if it is just people talking, it nine times out of 10, it has no effect on you. It will have no effect in the future. It's somebody who's processing their beliefs with someone they love. And they just want to know that they're not wrong to have those. And I often find that when somebody feels out of integrity and they're trying to verbally process or share with me, in fact, the more I let them talk, the more they see their own discrepancies, the more they see where they might be out of line in their integrity. And so it is in our best interest to bow out, to not pay attention to the judgments and the critiques and the urgency to change someone's mind or show them the light. You know, this is all our over-advising and and codependency things when it comes to that. You know, if we can free ourselves it doesn't mean you're not having them, but that moment in your head where they're talking and you notice that you are already planning or making judgments in your head to say, oh, keep listening. I The word listen, just listen, just listen, goes through my head so much when I'm talking to my partner because I need that reminder. This is my work in the world that actually I get along with people more if I don't judge or critique them or try to adjust their opinion, even though I may be having the thoughts, right? Eight of swords, even though I may be having the thoughts and page of swords, even though I may have that urgency in my body to say something, to say the thing that's going to change their mind or make them see the light or consider something different, that often it's in my best interest to not do so, to free myself from those thoughts, to free them from those kind of thoughts and just come in and listen and let them verbally process. And I've seen people come back days later and be like, oh, that thing I was talking about the other day, you know, I really thought about that. And we all need that time to process 
So this is about not judging someone when they are processing and, and allowing ourselves to be free. The reason this can be about us is for some reason, the more we consider our own judgments and opinions when it relates to another, the more we actually are in self-denial of ourselves because we get caught up changing someone else's mind or changing someone else's life or changing someone else's whatever, belief, opinion. And we forget that we have ours and ours can be rooted. And when they are done, you can say, oh yeah, like I totally get what you mean. That's interesting. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for sharing. Um, I think my experience is, you know, and, and be able to just share yours or, or even notice when it's not the time. Like sometimes I find myself, especially with the eight of swords, like, why am I tying myself up in this conversation? It wasn't even anything I was thinking about today. Can I let my partner monopolize the conversation with what he went through today? And I don't even have to have an opinion or an experience. I can just listen. And then I can, when that kind of comes to its completion, I can actually talk about something I experienced today that's very different. We don't have to be talking about the same things all the time, right? Especially with the Page of Swords, who loves to to learn and and is just ready to strike all the time. It's like, just put down the sword, untie the binds of what your thoughts are saying you have to do, and remind yourself what you experienced today. And when the time comes in the conversation to just be like, hey, let me tell you about something I experienced today. And we don't have to be talking about the same topic they are. I think that's one of my biggest learnings in communication is, wow, I don't have to come in with my experience on a topic someone else was talking about. Um, I can just be the listener, the empathizer. And when that topic comes to completion for that person, I can then be like, so here's something that happened to me today. or Here's something I was thinking about off topic, totally different topic. Here's what I was talking about today. And I found that to be so useful and so freeing, right? Reverse data swords. It's so freeing to be like, wow, my head doesn't have to be filled with all of these things I'm going to attack with or critique with. My head can be filled with love and empathy and then be reminded what I need to discuss and what I want to share today. And yeah, yeah, I love these two together. This page of swords and this reversed eight of swords. If you have the light series deck, take that eight of swords out and reverse it and notice how much you focus on the person who's no longer looking at the thoughts inside that feel, um, contract, like a contraction and conflicting. Um, and it's somebody who's just so free so free. So I'm going to leave you there today. I hope you can take this with you into your day. And hopefully all of us can practice this. This is 
practice. This is not perfect. Um, but hopefully we can start practicing this. I'm, I have that reminder of like, okay, I may need to practice this today. And so my word of the day will be, um, listen, listen, and that's it. That's all we got to do. Um, and then obviously it's really important for you to share. Um, but on your things when they have wrapped up theirs, uh, we don't have to. Yeah. I just, some reason I want to keep reiterating, we do not have to join someone in their topic of conversation in a personal or judgmental or putting ourself into it kind of way. We can be the listener and the witness until that processing and that verbal processing are done. Um, and we can empathize. We can ask a question. We can be like, Oh, I totally get that. What, you know, what do you think? Is there anything you're going to do about it? It's just something you're thinking about. And we can do that kind of stuff. And then when it feels like it's wrapped up, we can say, Hey, so change the topic. But today I, you know, and, and we can change the topic. We don't have to linger on, on topics with each other. When I know for me, um, that's a slippery slope of getting into debate and critique and, and judgment and letting those thoughts that really are, are not even my business to share, you know, cause it's just my ego going. So that's what I have for you today. I accidentally pressed the space bar on my computer and cut myself off there. Um, but that's what I have for you today. So obviously that is my sign to stop talking and um, I hope you enjoyed. Let's bring this energy into our lives and let ourselves really honor ourselves with it and uh, not lose ourselves in other people's stuff today, uh, communication wise. All right. Whew, big one. <laughs> Thanks for joining me and I'll see you again tomorrow. Thank you for joining me at home for our daily practice today. If you'd like deeper insight into your current energy, head over to jennetdale.com slash insight messages to order a personalized reading from me and be sure to hit subscribe wherever you're listening so you can join me again tomorrow. See you then. Thank you.